<clears throat> uh, welcome to the Pizza Bros Podcast. This is Ed. And, uh, hey, Dennis, why don't you come over here and uh, do the intro for this? Me? Why me? This episode's all about you. Well, I figured that since we get paid by the vocal lines and uh, I have all the lines in this that maybe you should do something or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, sure. Bribe me for my little morsel. So, are you going to do it or not? No. Okay, well then, fine. It's Ed's Payday, which is episode 26. I know that Payday sounds like something that I should actually be like really excited about, but it's my life, so I'm sure it'll end up poorly. Today, Ed is proud of himself. He got all of his paperwork done the day before. He wrote the schedule early. Best of all, he even got to go home, take a shower, and sleep in his own bed. You know, the best things in life are the simple things. And it's all thanks to Beth. Ed drives his pickup truck to work and parks in his usual spot in front of the Pizza Bros store. He puts the transmission in park, hops out of the cab, and heads to the front door. For the first time in a long time, Ed finally feels like things are starting to go his way. He looks around and sees the beautiful sunrise over the rolling Chesterwood Hills and enjoys a light spring breeze against his skin. In the trees, he hears the birds sing. Ed takes a deep breath and exhales. Ah, what a beautiful day. He unlocks the front door, steps inside, and is hit by the smell of last night's pizzas. Ed cheerfully turns on all the lights, checks the make line, turns on the oven, and pulls the pizza dough out of the walk-in. Ed surveys his domain with a satisfied look. Everything's ready for the day, he says aloud. I'll get ahead of my paperwork for next week, he thinks to himself as he heads towards his office. Ed sits down in his computer puts in his password, and logs into his corporate email. He peruses the titles of the emails and looks for anything new that needs his immediate attention. There, in bold, are two new emails. Ultimate Samurai Challenge is coming to Chesterwood, reads one, and New General Manager Raffle, reads the other. Hmm, looks like this one is from the higher-ups, Ed says as he clicks New General Manager Raffle. The email reads, In an effort to boost employee morale, we're excited to announce the new Pizza Bros General Manager Raffle. Tickets are $50 each. We strongly encourage each manager to purchase at least 20 tickets to increase your chances of winning. All the money from the purchased tickets will be placed into a single pot, and one winner will win all of the money paid into the jackpot. $50 a ticket, scoffs Ed. They want me to buy 20? (laughs) Yeah, right. Suddenly, Ed's phone rings. He looks at the screen and sees Debbie's profile picture. Ugh, what does she want now? Ed asks aloud to no one in particular. He reluctantly answers his phone as he knows that his great day is about to get ruined. What's up? Asks Ed as he feigns interest in Debbie's call. Did you check your email? Debbie asks in her dry smoker's voice. Yeah, what about it? Ed asks with suspicion. I'm calling to see how many raffle tickets you're gonna buy. She says, Oh, well, I was thinking I could afford to buy, like, I don't know, one? Maybe two? Stammers Ed. One? Debbie exclaims. That's not enough. You're at the flagship store. You gotta set an example for the other managers and tow that corporate line harder than everyone else. Oh, uh, 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 stammers Ed. Don't uh me, insists Debbie. You're like the flag bearer in an army. Now act like it. I expect you to buy no less than 30 tickets. That'll set a high expectation for the other general managers so they'll want to compete. So, 
How many are you gonna buy? As Ed is emotionally backed into a corner, his bald head sweats from nervousness. He finally manages to squeak out, I'll buy, uh, 40 tickets then? Debbie gets the sale she wanted. Great, that's just fantastic. Good luck, says Debbie as she hangs up the phone. Ed sighs as he realizes that 40 tickets will cost him $2,000 and put him back in the hole. One week later, Ed's $2,000 has been paid out over many credit cards, and he is back to being depressed and broke. Let's get gigantic burrito for lunch, insists Dennis. Yeah, I haven't had that in a while. Sounds delicious, agrees Steve. Ed, you in? Asks Dennis. No, I mean, yes, I want that, but Debbie made me buy $2,000 of those stupid raffle tickets, mopes Ed. And now, I'll be eating nothing but pizza bros for the next three months. Maybe we can do a food trade, Steve helpfully suggests. But before Ed can respond, his phone rings. He looks at his phone and sees that it's none other than Debbie. <sighs> what else is she calling to harass me about, he thinks to himself. Ed answers, Hey, Debbie. Did you check your email? Debbie asks excitedly. No. Why? What's wrong? Asks Ed. Wrong? Why do you always assume I'm calling for something bad? No, 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 no. Today, it's good news, insists Debbie cheerfully. Ed's face frowns as he knows that there's no such thing as good news at Pizza Bros, much less a cheerful Debbie. Okay, then what is it? Ed asks with suspicion. You won the raffle! Congratulations! exclaims Debbie with excitement. Ed doesn't believe his ears. I'm sorry. What? He asks. You won the raffle, Debbie repeats. What? Me? Won? Stammers a confused Ed. I've never won anything in my life. Well, you're a winner now, says Debbie as she, for the first time ever, compliments Ed. How much did I win? Ed asks, his head swimming in the clouds. You won $500,000, proclaims Debbie. Fuh! Five hundred? Stammers Ed. He grasps his chest. He can't breathe. And suddenly, the whole world goes black. Ed wakes up on the ground to Steve shaking him. Ed, Ed, are you okay? Should we call 911? He asks. Five hundred thousand, Ed says in a delirium. Five hundred thousand? Five hundred thousand what? Asks Dennis. Dollars. Ed manages to say. $500,000? Asks Steve. Ed struggles to get on his own two feet. Steve and Dennis help him get back up and compose himself. I won $500,000. Ed finally informs them. Wow! Exclaims Steve. Ed collects himself, then boldly declares, Burritos are on me today! All right! Says Dennis with excitement. Any idea what you're going to do with all that money? You going to quit Pizza Bros? Asks Steve cheerfully. Ed imagines all the wonderful things he's going to buy with his money and wanders off, his head in a cloud, completely ignoring Steve's question. Dennis laughs knowingly and answers on behalf of Ed. <laughs> I know exactly what he's going to do with that money. What's that? Asks Steve. He's going to buy hair. Dennis says confidently with a nod. Two weeks later, Ed hasn't quit Pizza Bros and has fully embraced his life as a newly minted rich person. Ed is at work, 
and wears a fancy windbreaker tracksuit, gold-plated sunglasses, chrome earbuds, and yes, proudly displays his new hair. Ed has a smile on his face as he speaks to someone over the phone with his new earbuds. <laughs> oh, Pierre, only the finest. Price is no object. He nods his head. Great, great. I'll expect it then. Ed looks at Dennis and Steve, who watch him talk on the phone, finally, hands-free. You know, I used to hate all the rich people who lived around here. But now that I'm rich too, I get it. Life is better when you're rich, insists Ed pleasantly. Steve and Dennis are not thrilled to hear this information. It's great that you're rich, but we're broke, complains Dennis. Yeah, ever since Bikini Pizza opened, tip money has been way down, adds Steve. Ed sticks his hand in his pocket and pulls out his wallet. He hands four $20 bills to Dennis and Steve. Here you go. Just a little something to sweeten up your day, he says with a smile. Thanks, Thanks says Steve and Dennis in unison. Come on, Steve. Let's go see if there's any more side work to do, suggests Dennis as the two head towards the back of the store. As they leave Ed behind, he's filled with a sense of pride. Sure is a good feeling to be able to take care of my boys, he says aloud. Hmm. I wonder if I'm rich enough for an entourage now, Ed ponders. In the back of the store, Steve and Dennis search for something to do. Prep is all done, says Dennis. We've cleaned the whole store, says Steve. Boxes? Suggests Dennis. Steve and Dennis head towards the box room. They look around for unfolded boxes, but can't find any. Huh. We folded every box in the store, says Steve. That makes about a thousand boxes we folded this week, laments Dennis. Honestly, I think we've done everything possible, says Steve. Ah! exclaims Dennis. I've always dreamed of getting paid to do nothing, but now having nothing to do for so long is really irritating me. I feel like I'm just wasting my time too, agrees Steve as he pulls out his phone and searches for a game to play. Dennis pauses for a moment and says, This seems like a perfect opportunity to go out to my car and kill some time. Okay, I'll just hang out here, says Steve as he plays a game that looks like Pong, but with cats and yarn instead. A ball of yarn bounces back and forth across Steve's screen as the paws of cats bat the yarn ball back and forth and make pleasing meowing sounds in the process. Back at the front of the store, Ed peruses a catalog of some custom parts for his beat-up old truck. Suddenly, a man wearing a nice gray suit and carrying a sharp leather briefcase enters the store. He holds a piece of paper in his hand and around his neck is an official government badge. Excuse me, sir. I'm looking for Edward. The man frowns as he attempts to read Ed's very Polish last name. Ja-ja-jabrolinowkowski? Oh, that's me, I'm Ed, he says with a smile. You must be here with my pinky ring delivery. The man frowns at the idea of a pinky ring. Uh, no. Sir, I'm Agent Grant from the IRS. He begins. I'm here to hand deliver a tax bill. It seems that you recently won a lottery and failed to report the earnings. The taxes really should have been withheld from your payout. Agent Grant pauses and explains. With the hiring on of new agents, we've been able to be more aggressive about tracking down what we're owed. Oh, you're here for your cut. Oh, gotcha. Money is no issue these days. How much do I owe you? Ed asks as he pulls out his checkbook. The standard tax on $500,000 is $250,000. 
Agent Grant informs him. $250,000! Ed exclaims. Yes, depending on your circumstances. You may have some specific write-offs that will vary at the end of the year, but generally speaking, all lottery winnings are taxed at 50%. Ed gets visibly upset. 50%? That's highway robbery! Ed pauses as he realizes the predicament he's in. But... Uh, I only have $200,000 left. Welcome to being a rich person in America, sir. I don't make the tax code. I just enforce it. The good news is that the full tax amount isn't due until you file this year's taxes next spring. But we'd feel a lot more comfortable if you'd go ahead and pay us what you can now. Says Agent Grant. Reluctantly, Ed writes a check to the IRS for $200,000. Here, he says as he begrudgingly hands over the check. As Agent Grant goes to take the check, there's a moment of hesitation, where it seems like Ed won't actually let go of the money. Agent Grant finally pries the check from Ed. You can pay the remaining $50,000 when you file your taxes. Have a great day. As Agent Grant leaves, Ed watches in distress as the last of his money walks out the door. (sighs) Well, at least I still have all the things I bought. And my hair. Ed says aloud as he pats the top of his head to reassure himself. Suddenly, Steve rushes towards Ed from the back of the store. Come quick! He exclaims. The fire department's out back! What? Exclaims Ed as they both run through the store and explode out the back door and into the alley. Steve and Ed see smoke billow from inside Dennis's car and leak out his windows as firefighters spray the whole area with water. Dennis! Exclaims Steve as he is filled with worry. The firefighter's rescue dog is on the scene as they prepare to break open the door to Dennis's car. They force the door open with the claw of death. The lead firefighter commands the dog. Dot! Save the man! Their faithful Dalmatian Spot responds with a loyal woof and dives into Dennis's car. After a moment or two, a confused, soaking wet Dennis hangs halfway out his car. Spot grasps onto Dennis's pants leg and struggles to get him out and to safety. Dennis, with his bright red eyes from smoke, coughs as he is dragged out of the car. Feeling a tug, he looks down and sees Spot. (coughs) Why are dogs always coming after me? He yells. Dennis fights against the dog. As he tries to get away from Spot, he accidentally kicks the fire hose and activates its full pressure. The hose sprays wildly in the air and finally falls down on the ground with a thwack. The full pressure of the hose hits Ed directly in the face and all over his entire body. He struggles to resist the force of the water and is thrown to the ground, rolling as he goes. The firefighters finally get the hose turned off but it's too late. The damage is already done. Ed picks himself up off the ground. He sees that his tracksuit is torn and dirty and laments. He searches for his gold-plated sunglasses, but the lenses are busted. He can't find his earbuds anywhere. And then, the worst of the worst is realized when Ed pats his head and can't find his hair. My hair! Ed exclaims as he frantically searches for his toupee. He finally finds it, soaked, mangled, and missing tufts of hair. Ed tries to put it back on, but it looks like he's wearing an old, wet mop. He looks at himself in the reflection of a puddle and tries to adjust the wig, but it's no use. Ed sighs, throws the toupee back on the ground, and walks back into Pete's Bros in defeat. 
The fire department cleans up and leaves. Dennis and Steve go back inside the store only to find Ed back in his normal Pizza Bros uniform with the stain. So it was all ruined? Asks Steve. Yeah, pretty much. Replies a mopey Ed. No hope for salvation? Asks Steve. Ed shakes his head no. I shouldn't have wasted so much money and time on things that don't actually matter because now I'm poor again. The end. Thank you for listening to the Pizza Bros podcast. I don't get why the fire department showed up. It must have been that nosy neighbor of ours. Why don't they just mind their own business and keep to themselves? Anywho, please visit therealpizzabros.com to sign up and, you know, do all the stuff that they always tell you to. See you later.